0: Are you alone groupy a groupie and you enjoy your run? Back like to take it easy, you're shooting a like a gun. Whatever your ability is, it's the place to be. So welcome to the what the public like run community. you 17, 25, push it in Come along, join us, this is the place for you. Welcome to the what the fight, like, run community. Welcome to the
1: what the fight, like, run community. Ma-
2: Hello.
1: Long.
2: <laughs> it's, been, it's been a week. Have you missed me that much?
1: <laughs> it's been so long. But I've not actually seen you, have I? I know, no. It's not, not just it's not, not just a lack of recording. You buggered off to Portugal without me, rude. Mm-hmm. And then we've been back in witness. So I'm not I've not actually seen you in about a fortnight.
2: I know, two two whole weeks. Mm. I don't
1: know what I've been doing with myself. It's mine it. Well, your self-esteem's probably been picked up a little bit in my absence. Although I've still been able to insult you a little bit via WhatsApp. Um, (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. The roads 100. Welcome to series eight, episode nine of the What the Fartlet podcast. My name is Rob, and I am Matt. And yes, we're back again. We're back again. We're back once again. It's the Renegade Master. Um, How are we doing, mate?
2: I'm 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 fantastic, mate. How the devil are you?
1: Hmm, I'm all right, thank you. Uh, Back uh, refreshed after Portugal.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think we all everybody says it when they go away. Don't they, they need another another holiday to get over that holiday? Mm. But I really do because that, that the the weather and it was just like being in England to be honest with you. Yeah, but uh, we we had a good time and uh, we, we managed to uh, get a couple of good good days out of it and uh, we did what we had to to try and keep Isaac entertained. Um, and I weren't at work, so it, it was all good. I managed to get a couple of runs in while I was there as well, which is mm-hmm. bad. Uh, so yeah,
1: all in all, not not a bad uh, bad week away. Very good. And a week off in the podcast, to boots. But we're back. Yeah. The road to 100 is well and truly underway. We can see the finish line almost in sight. Eight massive episodes to go, though.
3: Eight
1: uh-huh. stops along the journey um, with eight amazing guests. Not more so than who we have on today. So why don't you tell us who our guest is today, Matt, but also what else is on the show?
2: Uh, yes, we're going to be talking about our week's in running. Um, an interview with... F- 5k to 100 mile ultra runner and fellow TikTok sensation Nat runs. Uh, <laughs> We're
1: a <not> fellow. <laughs> <laughs> We're so bad at TikTok. <laughs> Sorry. Continue. I don't want anyone to think, anyone who doesn't know about me like, oh, that's quite derogatory. Nat is amazing. She's got like 350,000 followers on TikTok. We've got about 350. No, we've not even got 350. We've got about so anyway nat runs amazing yes. yeah amazing looking forward to that chat continue uh part run chats are also back with uh, ben and emma and i believe yourself
2: this week as well yeah uh I've got a, a roll call a mini roll call at the end and we're also going to be talking about um social media and how, how that uh how that goes with our running journeys um yeah. Yeah, a question, yes. it's a a question we ask
1: guests a lot and I think we're yes. not being on the show and she's got a very big social media presence. I think probably quite relevant and point to maybe give our opinion on it. Our two cents. Um before we do though, how has your week in we talked a little bit about Portugal, but how's your week in running been, man? You are officially um on the way to Manchester, aren't you? There is yeah. um you are you're, you're in the plan before the plan. I am. Um marathon training starts last week of december i believe for you doesn't it so until then you've got an eight-week base build in place uh you sent me a lot of screenshots Um, you wrote out a lot of plans in in both digital and handwritten format you got really excited about it you come up with all different things to do you're Uh really committing yourself to it this time I am, how, I've, you're, I've, you're, I've, I've, I'm a changed man, I believe I've, You know, yeah.
2: you get that bit of a bug and a bit of yeah. a drive You you, fo- you get that focus Yeah, you're four um, days
1: into it now, how's it going?
2: Do you wanna, shall we talk about what I've before these four days, though? <laughs> <laughs> no
1: How's it going? <laughs> how, how many runs have you been on, Matt?
2: I've been on, I, I should have done, I've done uh, uh, Yeah how many
1: runs you
2: been on that? Monday to Sunday, I should yeah. do five runs. I think I've done. I done. did four, four and a half. I kind of. What's, what's the half? I I did refereeing today. No,
1: not refereeing no refereeing is not running. I'm not refereed in a long, long time. That doesn't make it running.
2: It, it's running. I've I've committed myself. I were committed to the other sessions. I've I've done
1: all the other sessions. Right. Have you though? were not you meant to run with Ben on Friday?
2: No, no, that wasn't part of the session. All
1: oh, right, okay. No, I was it, go- working oh. it.
2: Oh, how's it going then? Tell, tell me it, all about it. It's, it's going good. I mean, I, I, got a bit of a niggle in my knee. I think from doing. There uh, we, this... we go. There we go. I did a session on uh, Wednesday, I Tuesday or Wednesday, I think it was. I think it was Tuesday actually. Uh, Eight hundred uh, speed session to, to kind of get a, a baseline figure of where I'm at. Mm-hmm. um and because i was running quickly and fast uh my knee issue came it, it, I, I was struggling with it before uh, yorkshire marathon um mm. but it seems to be every time i run quick it seems to flare up uh and i i went to physio a couple of years ago and they said it was my glutes that i need to try and strengthen so i've i've started incorporating that into my uh, into my training plan as well so uh hopefully touch wood Everything's gonna go go well, and I'll start uh, getting stronger, and my knee's gonna start feeling better, and I'll carry on doing this
1: plan before the plan, the plan, the plan before the plan of the plan.
2: Yeah, it, it, I, I, to be honest, I have I have turned a new leaf. Off, I believe I, th- I feel like I'm f- more focused, uh, ready for Manchester next year. I feel like I I want to improve, and I want to get better, and I want to get out and do it. And I watch I, I do actually want to go out and run, to be honest with you. Um. Mm. So yeah. Th- yeah, I didn't get out for my
1: ten k today that I probably should have done. But uh... but you re- we did refing, didn't you? So that's the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 you you had a sandwich after. So that's the same thing.
2: I didn't have a sandwich. I didn't have a sandwich. Never mind. Just well, okay. okay. Well, just uh, how, how's your training going? How's your week in running been, mate? Like, like. I feel like I feel I've got this focus. Uh, have you? Are you getting the same focus? I know you've got some plans. Yes,
1: not 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 ready to share them just yet, but big plans coming. Uh, Maybe maybe we'll have an maybe announced before the episode goes out. But we're recording on Sunday. We're being a bit proactive this week, so Uh don't want to don't want to kind of um, shoot my load too early. (laughs) He says. Um, So yeah, no, at, at the minute there isn't a plan. I'm just running. I think I've been a little bit of a recovery mode, you know, from um, from Yorkshire Marathon, uh, Yorkshire Ten Miler two weeks mm-hmm. ago. It did take quite a lot out of me, I think, mentally and physically. Sort of with with everything that happened with me Nan, and then really pushing myself in the ten miler. I think both physically and mentally, I was pretty exhausted. I was drained after it. So I've not really set myself too many goals over the over the last couple of weeks. I'm finding that. I'm kind of resting Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I, I tra- I'm travelling for work at the minute as well, which I'm, I've got to get used to. Um, but then when it comes to Thursday, I'm ready and I'm ready to go. So, like, this week I did a, did a 5 mile, We were back in Witness this week. So I did a five-miler on Thursday. Um, bit of strength and conditioning on Friday. I did park run, which we'll talk about more on Saturday. And then this morning we're recording on Sunday. I went out and I, and I did eight miles on my own with a podcast in. So, um, Smashed it there. It was good, yeah. I'm listening to uh myself. Just listening to myself talking, talking 'cause my ego's that big. <laughs> but, <laughs> what'd you, you really? Yeah, yeah, just listen to what the father podcast. <laughs> and I'm like, he, he sounds good this week. No, I don't. I didn't. I'm listening. No, I'm listening to this is any Game of Thrones fans out there, there is a um a, a fan made, a fan fiction Game of Thrones series eight redux. It's an audio play made by fans for how they think Series 8, which is known for not being very good, the last series of Game of Thrones. They've rewritten it how they think it should have gone. And I'm um, I'm balls deep in it at the moment. I'm really enjoying it. It's quite... I don't normally run with podcasts because I don't like concentrating. I run with music if I'm running on my own. Mm. But um, I'm really enjoying it. I'm like four episodes into it. it's really good. You just search Game of Thrones. It's like the second one that comes up. It's called Series 8 Redux. Um, it's really good. If you're a Game of Thrones fan, if you've, if you, if you, if you, and if you feel a bit of withdrawal... Because uh, House of Dragons just finished, um, give it a go. It's, it's it's really quite entertaining, and the the acting's a bit tinny in places, but it's um it's good fun. So yeah, I just popped my podcast, I listened to an episode of that, and just went and did eight miles mm-hmm. around the perimeter of witness. It was it was, and, fun. Uh, it was Eight miles, awesome stuff, mate. Well done. Absolutely, absolutely. So yeah, we'll just see how it goes in the weeks coming. Like we said, hopefully got some news to announce to everybody soon. Um, very exciting, and then I think the plan will probably formalise a little bit more. But similar to you, mate, I'm enjoying running at the minute, so just yeah. cracking on.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like i uh, said this plans i've also added some strength and condition. we've said it how many times how long are we doing this podcast we yeah. say it all the time strength and conditioning stretching i'm I'm suffering with a bit of sciatica so the stretching is really helping mm-hmm. um and yeah i think doing all that good stuff is gonna is definitely gonna help my knee and uh, moving forward hopefully uh good things to come
1: yeah, agreed, mate. Agreed. Let's pivot away from that then. Let's talk about social mm. media. So I don't want to yeah. take a, a ton of time away, and I don't want to steal Nat's that uh, story either that's coming, because of course she's got a much bigger reach on social media than we have than our mm. meagre two and a half thousand followers. But. I'm. Not, I i do not want to talk from a podcast perspective. I want to talk about you from your perspective. We always are We tend because like obviously we started this podcast. We became friends through Instagram and 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 same with with the guys that the rest of the guys in the team and, and the fact like family. That's kind of like the common thread that binds us, as it were. Um. Mm-hmm. So, but I just what was and, and I always ask. So I ask, tend to ask a lot of guests. We find the guests through Instagram. You know how how social media plays a part in their lives. What was your kind of journey like? Did you did you set up a running Instagram, or was it like, um, is, is it just, was that just your Instagram that became more about running as, as, as you were, because you've run for ages, haven't you? So it's not like yeah. you started running and started the Instagram. How did your kind of journey into the social media side of it start? Um, that, that, I suppose my Insta, my Instagram started
2: before, just after Facebook. I, I used to post all my runs on Facebook and stuff like that, and then I heard about this tink, uh, Instagram thing and my, my initial uh posts were just pictures of my running watch what i'd been out that day mm. uh post- posting pictures of the, the mileage i'd done um, and why did and, you do it do you, do you know I'm, I'm not sure
0: mm.
2: I, I don't, I, it, it, it was a personal account and i didn't have any it weren't a running i, I didn't have any running friends on there it was all for my, my friends through facebook and stuff mm. and i think it were it was linked to my to my facebook as well and it, I used, to, I used to post my, my pictures uh, my pictures of run on facebook and get all the likes from my friends and relatives who didn't understand running and i'd go out and do a five five k and they'd be like liking my posts and stuff like that mm. and i think i did went on instagram to, to try and find new people to to connect with i suppose mm. um and, and once i started connecting with them people i realized that they're not as impressed <laughs> as your friends are um, <laughs> because, because they can run them, might sort of distances, do you know. What I mean?
1: yeah, yeah, it's a different kettle of <laughs> but, thing.
2: but but however, they are more um, accommodating and more, um, what's the word? I'm gonna think of the word supportive, um, like supportive. Un, not, come, not
1: supportive because yeah. your your friends and family are supportive in a completely yeah. different way, but maybe like, um, knowledgeable like yeah um, like like they can relate to it more it's it's a different kind of understanding isn't it
2: yeah yeah 100% um but yeah I never I never thought about setting up a private account or a separate running account or anything like It was just all linked in to my own personal
1: personal account it was all so it was always running for you it was the the, you've never like used Instagram for anything else like taking pictures of your tea or whatever um,
2: not that I can remember. I mean, I do post some family stuff on there. I, yeah. it's a, it might be, I think, I suppose, mine's more of a free-for-all, just yeah. things I enjoy doing and things I enjoy posting that I want to post about. If I, if I go out for a meal with, with yeah. Donna, I'll post a picture of me and her and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's,
1: yeah. It, it's a bit of a mixture of both, I suppose. It's not just a running account. Have
2: you not found this has it, 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 What account it is? It's a Matty Owls
1: account. Whatever Matty, I do, whatever Matty, I enjoy. And there's the cheap mm. plug The young ones going follow. Um, <laughs> did, did do you find any negatives about it? So. Okay. Uh,
2: negatives. Do you know? No, I don't. I I don't think I do. Um, I, I suppose there's the comparing thing that you, that you might do with.
1: You're pretty self-confident, like, and I'm, I'm not. I don't even mean that in I'm going to make fun of you kind of way. You know that you're good and no, that it's your no, journey. I, no, yeah, no, no, I, I, no I, I don't mean. I don't mean like you're good. Like, like you are fast. Like, mm. you are comparatively good to other people. But I didn't mean it like you think. Oh, I'm good compared to other people. I no, just no. mean like I'm, you I'm in happy your with head. I, yeah. Exactly. You're content with what you can do. Yeah. There's yeah. no. And and, and you just about fight like I, that's one of the things that I like most about you because I'm the opposite. I'm terrible mm. for it, and and I find so that... you to be quite a good anchor for me. So is that because... what, is that is that your negative
2: that you take from your your social media, your Instagram? Then is that
1: Con, comparison? Yeah, mm. absolutely. But I find that I think I've said this before. My comparison historically was other people, so mm-hmm. it was because. I I I'm I'm different to you in that. I had and still have. Um not that I've posted on it in the last five years, but uh three years. But I have I had an Instagram account that was just pictures of the kids and um and and family and, and me tea and whatever. And um and then I started posting pictures of my runs when I got back into running in 2018. And then it was just kinda like that was all I was posting. Mm. Um and I was starting to get like a couple of pals. On Insta. i'm trying to think steve Shub was one ben mm. was one of the first ones um i'm trying to think anybody else i don't want to miss anyone who i was chatting to early on anyway yeah. um yeah a couple, a couple of people and um uh and and and, and at that point i was just like I, I saw that other people had like running themed instagrams and at the time i didn't quite know whether i wanted to share pictures of my kids with strangers I had quite a closed i didn't have many followers on my other one and so i thought oh, i'll make a new one just to keep it keep it separate and and yeah. i've kind of got over that now like i post pictures of the kids and stuff i don't really i know i should care more about that stuff but you know it's it's one of them They'll if so if a if a despicable person wants to find a picture of kids on social media they'll find it won't they? mm-hmm. um so i yeah i just i just started doing that and then yeah I was really bad for comparing myself to other people like I'm not fast I'm not good but for me the bigger one's always been comparing myself to myself
0: mm-hmm.
1: and the danger of documenting everything you do is that there's a very stark reminder of what you used to be able to achieve if you're not quite there at the same time I, I think at, at that point
2: yeah
1: and that's a dangerous one mm. I think and then the other one the other thing is people can be nasty
2: yeah
1: people can be nasty like really nasty and um yeah we we don't get it too much we've we've had our dabblings with with people particularly from a podcast perspective being rude or um unkind um and and it can it can impact the old mental health um but you just take stuff with a pinch of salt and i think from a podcast perspective i always the way i've started thinking about it is if we're making enough of an impact that someone is realizing that they don't like us and is is is, is purposely going out the way to to try and tell people that we're shit and we don't know what we're talking about and we're not funny, then that just means that we've got a pretty wide reach um, because there will always be people who are negative in the world. So, you know, fuck them and let them get on with their lives and we'll keep keep getting on with what we do and it's fine. You just keep being bitter and miserable. So that, that I think, is a danger. But I think offence can only be taken, not given. So if you, if you if you if you just if you don't take offence to something if you just let if you just ignore it and let people just go about their miserable little lives, then yeah. you're not going to get offended by it. So I think that it it, it you know it's only you that's going to suffer from from feeling bad about something somebody said about you. So that kind of thing doesn't really bother me anymore. But yeah, mm. the comparison thing I think historically has always been bad, but the positives absolutely outweigh it. Look at look at look look at look at. The thing that I think, mate, is look at where our lives were two yes. years ago. Mm. You know yeah. what I mean, like, like locked up, cooped up, not being
2: able to go out with your friends, not being able to, yeah, yeah, all that, all that stuff.
1: Even, even no, I'm, I'm talking more like um, pre, like podcast, pre running community. Ah, yeah, yeah. Like, like my social group, like I mean, I was out with having some beers with, with, with one of my oldest friends, um, my best mate Matty from back home um while we're back in Windsor this weekend and it's not that those relationships have diminished or disappeared it's just that i've built foundations of really strong friendships alongside it which is which is wonderful because as you get old you know people's lives you know do become more busy and hectic and what i find is that people have a little bit less time because they've got their own stuff going on kids family work whatever it might be so if you surround yourself with more good people then ultimately you can distribute that time a little bit more evenly and 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 and, and, and receipt and it'll be reciprocated so you know mm. i if, you know i i class you and, and and ben and and jp and um and, and paul uh, and and the girls as well um you know paul and sammy and sammy's my wife i knew her before <laughs> paul and joe and lou and and, and, and Jack as well That was a faux pas wasn't it? Well, That's uh, what she called Sammy I don't I don't want to keep Name dropping people Because I don't want people To think that I don't That they're not in that category Or in mm. that bracket But I've met so many people That are just a huge part Of my life now And mm. um, People I can trust And lean on And even like Wider Fartlet family People who message me yeah. When mean nan died To see if I was okay People who I've got some other stuff Going on in my life I'm not going to talk about it But something else Has happened in the family That's pretty harrowing Shit news To be honest and people reaching out, being like, "You've gone quiet. Are you all right?" Just knowing, mm. like, be well enough to sense they need to check in. Like, I don't wanna go off a bit of a diatribe, but I think the positives of social media absolutely outweigh the negatives. If you, I know we always say it, you know, I'm paraphrasing a little bit, I can't quite remember the quote, but you know, don't be a, if you if you if you uh, if you're strong enough to put out your hand, if you're brave enough to put your hand out, you'll be amazed at how many people are willing are waiting to take it and lift you up. Mm -hmm. and i found that massively through social media and it means we can spread a message it means we can be positive it means we can encourage people we can go about our mission which is to try and help combat loneliness and bring people closer together and i think it's a great tool for good as long as you take the bad stuff with a pinch of salt yeah i like that Mm. Mm. speaking of bad stuff um smj sent me something
2: Oh God! I t- totally forgot. Ju-
1: well, he's, <laughs> he's, he's, he he up with your mum didn't he? Mm-hmm. You 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 forced them apart. How have you been feeling yeah. about that the last two weeks? A twinge of guilt, perhaps?
2: No, I mean I've, 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 I saw my mum last night and uh, went to a, a bit of a family family get together, and she was happy as anything. So it was, uh, uh, yeah. it was
1: her birthday, wasn't it? Happy birthday, Max Mum. It was. It was. Yes. Um,
2: it was her birthday. Aye.
1: Well, should we? Well, so so as far as you're aware. She's happy, she's moved on. Statman yes. and John's out of her life.
2: Mm, she was yes. Although a, although my, my stepdad wasn't at the party last night, so I don't know what hmm. that he says he says he was ill, so interesting. Hang,
1: hang on. Should I have a little listen to this um this clip and see what's what?
4: Hello lads. Hello ladies. Hello everyone. Oh God, it's not the same message as it was last time I spoke to you. All promises is a new one, and I've been standing in front of the mirror for a while, saying, "Come on, come on, Stepman John, come on, Daddy, pull yourself together." Everyone needs an advert, but oh, she, uh, she still won't take me back. So, I keep trying different things. I mean, I've recently just sent her a little clay mold of my, my ear. Just as so you might see it, remember she, you know all you got an ear, that will listen to her. Ooh, God I miss her. I love her. But whew, let's move on. You want to hear about adverts? So I've got a good one. I've reviewed a good one this week. Um let me get it. Well, I'm actually in real time. Got it. So what it is you'll hear. Oh, it's a bowl. This is a ice melting bowl. So You uh, put your bit of ice in there from the freezer, you leave it in room temperature conditions and the bowl over 60 minutes will melt the piece of ice. So it's great if you think I want an ice cube sized shot of water. but. you know, you run the tap and you run it too much. So this is yeah, a great way get your ice cube, put it in the bowl, leave it an hour, come back, have a sip. Um, I'm looking at it now and yeah, it's melted. It's fantastic. So this bowl itself is 58 pounds because it has to, you know, it's got all the warming technology in there to melt the ice cube over the hour. Um, I, I'll tell you what, personally, it is worth every penny. So let's have a look at some reviews. I'm gonna click here. <laughs> ah, Healthy Sloters Runs. Well, she's a regular one. mine, how are you? She, uh, she rates this three stars. Nice, okay, good product. Melts the ice cube, does what it says on the tin, but kind of pointless. Well, I disagree with you there, my love, but you know, we all have different opinions, that's what makes the world go round, so I better go and, you know, Stay strong. I want to leave you with a quote that's uh, kept me going these last few weeks or couple of weeks. Wake up, smile, and do your day. There you are. See you later, lads. And ladies and Emma.
2: Mate, he what? sounds pretty caught up. I know, sounds broken, don't I? I, feel, you... I, I? I feel a bit guilty, actually. He probably should do. He, he's having a hard time with it, isn't he? I mean, he's, he's got him away from, from my mum anyway, so uh, every, every every win's a win, I suppose. Mm, you've caused this. You've caused the sadness of Sad like, man John. It's made me wake up and smile, and it's made me do my day, so...
1: Well, <laughs> well there you go. Um, his, uh, his, his fatherly advice uh, was clearly directed at you. Um, what Thank do you, you reckon... To- <laughs> well, thank you daddy um what do you, <laughs> what do you reckon to uh to the bowl the
2: old uh, mountain bowl I mean, if that's what you're into And yeah i mean it's a bit a bit on the pricey side for 50 what, 58 quid like yeah, no discount code either no maybe try jp10 that, that's generally a code and it <laughs>
1: anywhere uh yes jp10 is usually if you just put that in you'll probably into any any discount code box you'll uh You'll Probably get success. Um, I've got a better discount code though, Matt. Go on, then. Eh? Uh, National Running Show, right? Coming up in uh, January. Uh, National yes, Show North in Birmingham. Birmingham, that was Scout yeah. Birmingham. There we go. Birmingham. Um, uh, Birmingham. Uh, my name's Liam from Dudley. Um, sorry, anyone from the Midlands, that was awful. Um, uh, <laughs> yes, uh, we are uh national running shows coming up in january um and we have a code uh, it's only valid until the 21st of november so you can get free tickets to the national running show using the code fartlek i uh, thought it was worth uh, reminding people we've uh we plugged that one a couple of times uh, nationalrunningshow.com head over to the um yeah use the code fartlek get a free ticket head on over see what the vendors that have got in store um all the shoe manufacturers are there all that good stuff then loads of inspirational speakers um professional tell athletes them. tell them stuff like that what and tell them we sent you and tell them we sent you there you go mate with the code like. and it's not that's not a discount code that's a free scout code awesome yeah. code. <laughs> no. no let's move on let's move on anyway uh yeah statman john Balls, crap. Let's carry on. Um, he's—I don't think he's up to his normal standards, is he? Because um, he's—he's uh, he's sad. He's heartbroken.
2: He's in love, in, in happy, but he's, he's, hes not going on about other things anymore.
1: Mm, yes, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Um, you never know. You never know. He's keeping trying. Mm. How 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 would he woo your mum if he wanted to? What would what would he do? Uh, by obviously sending her a moulding of his ear. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. Well, that well that didn't work. So have you got any tips for him? Uh,
2: she likes um Zinfandel. Why Zinfandel? Uh, wine. If if, if why why, why
1: I thought you didn't want him to get back together. Why are you now giving him tips? Why why did you fall I, for that? I
2: don't know. I, I, god knows. It was a birthday the other day. I was That's what I bought. Oh
1: my god. Right. Okay. Should we get on to the main event? Uh, I think we've been talking long enough this week haven't we So should we go and have a chat To the awesome Nat Runs We've talked about social media a little bit She's going to talk a lot more competently and ably About how she's made that work alongside her running journey As well as her amazing, amazing accomplishments And a 100 mile ultra run of Amazing right
2: Yeah let's listen until we hear Nat Runs
1: that 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 was pretty good Smooth Right then, you lot, the road to 100 is back underway, and now we have just eight more stops along that road. We've cherry-picked some of the best guests to keep us company on that ride, and we are starting very, very strong. Today's main event... We chat to a seasoned run in races all the way from 5K to an eye-watering 100 miles who's posted some amazing times along that way with even bigger plans to come. But that is only part of her story. Um, in her own words, she is here to motivate and make you smile. And by bagging nearly 20,000 followers on Instagram and a staggering 350,000 on TikTok, plus a blog and a YouTube channel to boot, I reckon that she is well on the way to doing a pretty good job. We've got so much to chat about, so let's get straight into it. And join me in giving a very, very warm welcome to Nat Runs herself. Nat, how are we doing today?
3: <laughs> Hi, Rob. I'm really good, thanks. Lovely introduction.
1: We'll, <laughs> uh, we'll admit that it was the second take because I absolutely shagged it the first time round. But thank you for playing <laughs> along. Um, uh, how are you today? You all right?
3: Yeah, really good, thanks. Yeah, I had a good day today.
1: Good. Uh, run today or rest day?
3: Had a run. Had a little run. I did a run until you see, which is like my, my TikTok yes. things did just under three miles this morning and I found a tractor
1: searching for a tractor very Mm -hmm. very good I'm sure we'll get more into the uh, run until you see stuff um, as we get into this chat loads to get through and only a limited time to do so so rather than me continue to flap my gums let's get straight into it um can you just tell anyone who might not know a little bit about your journey how it started how you got into running take me back to the beginning
3: yeah so I've been running literally since I was even before my early teens, actually, as long as I can remember. I think I was about eight, actually. My dad, I used to go running with my dad after school. Both my mum and my dad have been, they were keen runners. My dad did marathons and there was, on the Isle of Sheppey, they um, they had an island run and my mum was the first schoolgirl to, to win that because they, they tried to stop women from running it and then um, they obviously sort of come to their senses and let women run it. Um, so, yeah, got into it from my mum and dad. I, I did joined Swell Combined Running Club in my early teens, did some cross countries with them, did did a little bit of track and then I wasn't so consistent in my late teens and then got really consistent again in my 20s and then yeah and then uh, then late 20s started getting into marathons, 2019 started ultras and then got obsessed. And here we are. And that's the end of the interview. Brilliant. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> let's let's go back to those early days then. What was it? I, I know there's the, I guess, the maybe the familial pressure of having a mum and dad who, who are big, big, keen runners themselves. What was it that attracted you to running? What was it that made you kind of fall in love with it and, and to keep it as a part of your life pretty much through its entirety
3: by the sounds of it? I really love the feeling of being free. And it sounds a bit deep to start an interview like that. But when I think I've got quite an active mind and when I'm running, you're just just running forward, doing your own thing. And your mind can sort of run wild in like a really free sort of sense. And I, I love when there's all their memes that come up that says you're running away from your problems. And I I, I really resonate with that because you you are running away from all the daily things going on in life, but it also helps me think about all the things that go on in life. Like I've got quite um, a high pressure job, and I didn't when I started running obviously because like I said so I started when I was young, but I think I've always just loved running for the for the psychological benefit, and then and then I suppose when you start feeling like you're doing well and improving, you get the satisfaction that the sense of achievement from the races, and I love the race environment. Um, so yeah, I think I think there's just so many parts of running that I love. To be honest, I, I I think the psychological and the achievement sort of thing are the two main things that drew me to it in the beginning, and then and then now with the socials and seeing other people say nice things that have inspired them, motivated them, that gives me even more um even more of a love for running. To be honest.
1: Yeah, so, just, yeah, just adds another layer to it, I guess, doesn't it? We'll, well, we'll talk about the social stuff in a while because I know that's a big, big part of your journey, particularly as it's grown recently. But let's let let let's stay a little bit further back. Um, before we do, talk to me about uh, you mentioned about enjoying the the buzz of race day and the achievements of of racing. Have you got any kind of like early memories of race? I don't know whether it's, you know, doing cross country or whether it's when you've got into more kind of like organized road racing, maybe um, as you've got a little bit older. Are there any kind of races that stand out to you as being like you remember doing it and coming, getting over that finish line and thinking, yeah, this is for me.
3: Do you know what? The earliest memories I've got of racing are the times when it's been so brutally hard. I think (laughs) those are the ones that stick with me. And the, the two that, the earliest ones that I can remember I really did not want to do this cross-country race and mum and dad are both with me because they're very they're, they're chilled they're not like they were never like pushy parents but they really wanted to in- introduce me to everything and they they were very like go and natty like you do what you want and you're going to be good at whatever you want to be good at sort of thing um really nice um upbringing But yeah, they both took me to this cross country event and I just i just got really nervous, really scared. And I was saying, no, my belly's hurting. I don't want to do it. I feel unwell. I can't race it. Um, And they didn't they didn't say, like, you've got to do it. But they said, right, we're going to sit here. We're going to sit here and talk about it and then see in a few minutes if you want to do it. And then I did do it and I never placed really high up. Um, I I tell you why I was really scared. It was because it was an inter counties one. I was running for Kent. And when you do cross country, at the end of the other races that I'd done, you get a little slip that says, like, you're good enough to to run for Kent. And I got that slip and I was like, oh, running for Kent. And I think the pressure of a young, yeah. however yeah. old I was, just got on top of me. Um, but, yeah, and then I did did the run. And then I did, like I said, didn't, didn't place very high up. but I can remember being really pleased that I did it. And that's one of one of the earliest memories of, of like, not really enjoying the event. But at the end, I thought, oh, I'm so glad that I, we didn't go home and I actually did do the do the race yeah,
1: so, yeah. Is, is, is that something that you think it's carried forward with you then that that sense of you know it's not and we'll we'll talk in a moment about some of the accomplishments you've you've had because you've really stepped up in terms of the distances and I'm, I'm talking particularly about those ultra runs it is is almost carrying that that cross-country memory of you might not enjoy the journey but the view's definitely going to be worth it at the top has that kind of always stuck with you
3: yeah 100% Go- going through those those painful times and the sense of achievement is even bigger when it's harder isn't it like and when you're really pushing yourself that's definitely something that I've learned to to love love the struggle whatever they say like it's that's definitely one thing one thing I like especially cross-country because when you're doing it you're coming going up to these hills and it's muddy and it's brutal and then at the end you think oh yeah I did well there to, to get through it yeah and and then as
1: you I know you said kind of getting into your 20s you, you you've got back into running we've left the, the cross countries and, and and the younger years behind what what was the early what was the early kind of um involvement in running then was it um did, did you throw yourself straight into marathons was it starting with 10 ks, park runs how did you kind of find yourself falling back in love with it
3: i did some 10k's i did quite a lot of in my early 20s i think um I'm a very unstructured runner, Rob, to be honest. And I, I, if I like the look of a race, or some of my friends are doing it, especially in in my younger years, um, I'll be like, yeah, sweet, I'll do that. And my training as well. Even now, I'm I'm probably what they call an intuitive runner. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I do have I do have a training plan. Um, but yeah, so I think I think Brighton was my first marathon, and I'd already done a lot of 10ks in my 20s, a couple of half marathons, and my running club, Wow, I'd rejoin them by then. And they said like you can have a um a club spot, why don't you go for it? So I thought, oh okay, Brighton, that seems like a cool place, I'll go for it. So yeah, that was my first marathon. And then like I say, the ultras were 2019, I think. And that was with a company called SVN, Saxons Vikings Norman, who had really chilled, do um do looped trail races, but not all they're some of them are a bit less trail, but looped trail um ultra events all around Kent. And I did a couple with them, loved the vibe, loved the people. Um, and then I think I think I did sort of – I think I must have done about five or six ultras with them now, and that's only in the space of 2019 till now, so I really, really enjoy them.
1: And I guess a reflection of what, what you'd said previously about the fact that you – if you see a race you like, it doesn't necessarily matter if it forms part of a plan or part of some kind of grander scheme. It's just just see what happens as you go. Take me back to um, take me back to Brighton then before we leave the marathon behind. We all we all love a good marathon story. Um, how was the training for that? Did you find that joining the running club helped you make that step up to marathon? And because you mentioned then that maybe from a training perspective, not not the most structured, not the most um, uh, kind of on point week to week. Um, was it a struggle
3: stepping up to that first marathon distance or, or did you take it in stride? No, absolutely. It was a struggle, an absolute struggle. Loved the training. And like I say, I can just put my shoes on and go out and enjoy the runs. And I was doing at least least two a week, probably three, sometimes four runs a week. So not massive for for a marathon training plan, but I had the confidence and and the belief that I'd, I'd get to the end and probably should have done more research on nutrition like I'm I'm really big on nutrition now and it's something I talk about a lot on my pages especially with ultras like you need the the fuel to to fuel your running the food to fuel your running um but for this Brighton one I only had I'd only even planned to carry one gel with me and I went off too fast which I do even now I'm I'm still learning not to go off too fast went off too fast I think I just had a tiny bit of gel with the first quarter half the gel by heart by the halfway and I was feeling great oh and um my fiance was tracking me and he said I was on for a for I think just over a three hour marathon at halfway sure. which is completely stupid <laughs> completely stupid and because oh, I, I didn't even have a running watch at that time I just had my my granddad's Casio on mm. my um on my wrist mm. so yeah I was absolutely gunning it halfway and then obviously about 16 17 miles hit that wall felt absolutely awful and I went from like striding along to literally a a shuffle and I don't know what I must have looked like and I was like grunting shuffling along thinking I'll get through this I'll feel better in a minute and there was a little lad um holding a banana and he was really like cheering everyone on and his family there and I literally grunted running like shuffling towards him and grabbed this banana um tried to say thank you I probably pro- it was probably just a grunt and then had this <laughs> banana then I felt a bit better and I did get to the end um in 3:42, which I was really pleased with mm. um but it was a struggle and I thought right I need to think about nutrition now what if I'm going to do these long races
1: Yeah, but you you know what, I think everyone's got that first marathon story, haven't they, where something goes wrong, whether it's fueling, um, whether it's lack of training on the long runs, whether it's, you know, not learning about the importance of going slow, um, of pacing yourself properly, there's always a story. But I think the thing that I always, that always resonates with me is there's always a lesson in it. It's about taking that shortcoming, whatever it is, whatever it is that made you come unstuck and think about, okay, what do I need to do differently next time?
3: yeah absolutely every every it's not even failed but every race that's gone wrong is a massive learning point isn't it yeah that is the benefit of them
1: absolutely okay so we've talked about the marathon we've got to talk about ultra running we have got plenty of ultra bonkers people who listen to the podcast it's it's not it's not my world if i'm completely honest tell me about why you decided to step up from marathon to ultras What's different about it, what it was that drew you to it, why you kept going back, because it sounds like you've got an everyone this race company's offered in the last three, four years. Talk to me about your ultra experience.
3: So got me into it was, like I say, this company called SVN. Yes. And what that's a good question. Why on earth did I decide to do that first one in the beginning? I I have a um a really good friend of mine called Alwyn, um, who's also a swell. Um, club member and I'm pretty sure it was Olwyn who found out about Saxon Vikings Norman's company and said like "Oh, these look fun and they're always in really nice locations and they're very chilled like I say really friendly and they have fantastic aid stations like if you like food get into ultras because you've, <laughs> you you feel like you've earned them and they always put on really really good food they always have like lots of cakes and things like that do you know what I think my first ultra might have even been a cake-a-thon so for every lap, you come round to this fantastic aid station, there's loads of cakes. I think it was four miles a lap and um, we did 30 miles together and oh, we did do that one. And and yeah, so I just absolutely loved it. And, and Travis is the guy who is sort of the main figurehead. I think he's the, the founder of SVN. And after this 30 mile one, and I was still absolutely buzzing. It was a lovely sunny day. It was in Jeskins in Kent. And he said, like, you look really good. You look too good for for your first 30 miler. You you really need to do more. Why don't you look at um, more events? He he said about Centurion ones. I never looked at Centurion. I just carried on doing SVN ones just because I loved the buzz and and the friendly atmosphere. Um, and then then yeah, I've booked my my first Centurion one now, which is a more um, more professional, I suppose you would say, like it's a bit more a bit more racy. One than sort of the the informal laps that the svn do but yeah i I really i just really enjoy seeing how much further i can go i i wouldn't want to do more than one 100 mile race a year because i just i just it's probably not not good for your body to do more than that it's enough (laughs) yeah it is enough yeah it is enough um But yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to pushing that sort of in later years to see, seeing how much further I can go. I just, it's just, yeah, just a fantastic sense of achievement and also for the fundraising as well. Like I like to to fundraise for at least one charity each year and I, I work, um, doing cancer research so i like to do a different cancer charity each year and i've done the marathons raised money for for marathon one year marathon next year so then also when i booked the 100 i thought well this is even better fundraising thing like people saying oh she's now running 100 miles Mm -hmm. at least it's not every year saying i'm running another marathon like it's a bit 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 of a bigger one
1: it's it's a really good point you know i've i've found the exact same thing it's so hard to fundraise saying i'm off to run a marathon when people start realizing that you actually quite enjoy running
3: marathons. yeah it's true people probably think we're crazy especially people listen to this like because what do they say like one percent of people run a marathon and they yeah. think how can you even poo poo a marathon and it is an amazing fantastic achievement but obviously the hundred and the ultras because they're less people less people do them they've got a bit more of the the wow factor i suppose
1: yeah you've got to have that hook haven't you for the charity stuff so um no fair play um let's talk talking of hooks and talking about you know the um uh being able to reach more people let's let's pivot a little bit and let's let's talk about social media man because we couldn't go this whole chat without talking about your ever-growing presence across instagram and particularly tiktok let's start by talking generally and then we'll probably burrow down a little bit as to where the conversation goes how did you get involved in the socials And, and what part does does that now play in your running journey? For someone who, 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 for example, is not one of the three hundred and fifty thousand people who follow you on TikTok, give us a little bit of a crash course into, you know, what your presence is and 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 what your journey is all about. There.
3: Okay. So my first couple of videos were the fifty miler I did with Saxon's Vikings Norman, which was probably like my my third um, ultra, and I was always posting these long runs on my um, personal Instagram and people were, were really liking it and, and then and then I think a couple of people that were in the um running sort of influencer community liked the photos and I found them through there and then sort of realized that the running community has a big presence on instagram and I thought oh there's people that literally just post their runs and not their personal life this is this is actually quite cool like I'd like I like to go into this um thing and and yeah so then I did a video of my 50 mile race, just little clips of it, and just bits of me chatting, saying how I was feeling, um, all put together in a video, put it on TikTok, and then didn't go on TikTok because I didn't really use it, and then went back on there a few days later and saw that it had like had like 40,000 views, wow. and I was like, that wow! And I went through the comments, and I was so many people writing lovely things like, this is amazing, and now oh, you've inspired me, and this motivates me so much um so i thought wow well, i enjoyed making it and i enjoyed doing the running so i'm gonna do this a bit more and that's where it started amazing amazing <laughs> and,
1: and we definitely need to find out exactly what it is that you do because we've got a tiktok and it's just me and matt being idiots and it gets about 200 views and four likes so there's obviously some skill to it so a huge huge well done for building that presence and um, another thing that i wanted to mention that i didn't realize until i watched one of your tiktoks the other day you do your um you run till you see which um which i'm sure you'll explain much better than i can in a moment um and when you watch that first person kind of running video that you do you'd you'd you, perhaps think that you run with a rig with a gopro with it all set up but you don't do it. it's just you and your phone out
3: yeah i must look a bit crazy but yeah i literally just hold and these i've got i've got treated myself to the newest iphone the stabilization is actually really good yeah. i don't really and i i can't a lot of people say get a stabilizer blah 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 but i quite like them looking a bit more real like like I I am running and I'm not I'm not running like completely smooth so I I don't mind it shaking a little bit but yeah I just hold my phone up um I do try and keep it as steady as I can I don't want it shaking too much and then um I, I film little parts of it and then just stitch them together I don't normally hold it up for the whole run unless it's a really short one and I've started to think a bit more deeply about not telling everybody to hold it up for their whole runs because I think for your running form it's not the best idea to tell everybody but but yeah little clips of it and then I speed those clips up and stitch them together so it looks like um I've gone out and searched and found the thing all in one one go
1: yeah amazing and 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 they are good so just just to clarify people will give you ideas of things to go and find a tractor for example being the most recent and you'll go out on your run with armed with your camera and just (laughs) run until you find it
3: exactly yeah any item anything sometimes they're really obscure Uh, a man with a a yellow hat I'm yet to do that one but an orange cat with green eyes and things like that and then and then they say run until you see and then that certain thing and then I click on the comment and then run until I find it and yeah that is that's the concept
1: and that's your niche and that's all you need sometimes isn't it and and that's how it grows but I know that it's not just about run until you see something it's not just about views or followers or anything like that for you it's it's not even that at all really you've got a real message that you want to convey to the running community and i guess the spider-man quote with great power comes great responsibility now you've got that following you are really trying to to motivate and promote positivity from a physical and a mental health perspective talk to me a little bit about the importance of that within your running journey and I guess I'd also be interested to know in whatever level of detail you want to tell me um has that changed now that you know that your reach is so much wider and there's so many more people watching
3: yeah no you're absolutely right and the run until you see ones are the the main type of content that I make now but I'm I'm really I really am mindful I don't want it to be the only type of content and I'm also aware that people that watch those videos might not be runners. So I do want my pages to to give the people that are following me the value that they're looking for. So I find that my run until you see ones are very light hearted, they're easy to watch, they're quite entertaining and really upbeat and fun. And that's fine. And people can follow me for those. But I will always have the the tips and the motivational stuff. And, and if people ask me questions in the comments, i try and do at least one a week where I answer something specific about running and and I have got a bit of knowledge behind me as well. I did my, my degree was in sports science and I've done um, a couple of running courses. So I think it would be quite um, uh, like you say, it is a bit of responsibility. And I've got a large following now. So if people are asking me things, I think it's only fair that I sort of share my knowledge and help people out. And, and I think it is good when, when it, I don't say influence, but people with a large following are are giving people more value, not just the entertainment, but sharing their knowledge as well. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, and um, and do you find that now that because it's not just TikTok, of course, you've got a pretty significant following on Instagram as well. Um, do, do you get a lot of interactions from people privately? I guess do you get the the DMs and, and and even like the comments, and that that must be amplified massively now that you've got so many people following. Is that something you find it tough to keep up with, or? Um, Because it can't, you must get you must get a lot. I'm 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 presuming, but based on how many we get with 2,000 followers, I can only imagine what what interactions you get. Is that is that tough sometimes to keep on top of, as well as the running, the job, the normal life, all that stuff?
3: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it is hard to keep on top of. I've started sort of structuring my weeks a bit better now. Where I will dedicate time to go through them, and I know my Instagram DMs are still full of ones that I need to get through and need to read, and I I will always give people a good answer as well. Like if I'm giving somebody advice, I don't want it. I wouldn't ever want it to be half hearted. And then I do get get drawn into the long conversations. But I I wouldn't want to give someone bad advice or something that's not thought through. And obviously, I don't I don't know everything about running and I'm not a physio and and things like that. So, So oftentimes I'm directing them to somewhere where they can look something up or where I think they should ask. for for more more knowledge and more guidance on things but yeah it is it is a a juggling act
1: yeah yeah i can imagine um in terms of juggling and the things that you do juggle we talked a little bit you know about work and um personal life and, and and the socials and running itself you've mentioned quite a few times throughout the course of the last 25 minutes or so that we've been chatting about run club um that's been a consistent part of your life it sounds like for an awfully long time um how important has that been and what would your advice be to anybody thinking about getting involved in in a running club
3: yeah so my my actual running club is very very small with our senior athletes we've got a really um loads and loads of fantastic track athletes that are, that are young are sort of the under 18 athletes and we've always had sort of me and two other girls w- would be the only senior ladies and so We'd go out, we'd go out on our social, um, chatty sort of runs, and then we had a few, a few guys join sort of the last couple of years, and they would come out of us sometimes. Um, but yeah, recently my main coach called Andrew at Swell said um, we should get a proper run club, run club going. So they've put us through the courses, me and a lady called Josie, and we want to get these running club on Fridays going in the next sort of couple of weeks, mm-hmm. and they will be really chilled. Anyone, any pace can come along we've got a questionnaire actually we are we're going to um we'll finalize this questionnaire and get it out to as many people as possible to ask what sort of running you're doing at the moment are you a complete beginner what do you want to get out of these run clubs um so yeah for me running with people has been a really big part of my running journey like you say like the motivation and the social side and just psychologically having a nice chat with someone who's into what you're into so that is where sort of the direction of where I want to go with some of my time I want them to be really cheap if not free so they're going to be free for Swale Club members and yeah just just getting other people to love running I mean obviously you don't have to love running but I get so much from it it just is really fulfilling to see somebody else get a big benefit from it so really excited to get for getting them going.
1: Yeah, it is exciting, and it, it just it just kind of bleeds through in another way that your kind of I guess I don't put words in your mouth, but your ethos, your underlying kind of um, uh, drive, I guess, from a running perspective is is this you know positivity drive, you know, encouraging the 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 good things that can come from running from a mental physical perspective and doing it in as many avenues as you possibly can whether that's locally with the running club whether that's um, uh, much more wider spread and stretched in a different um, environment through the socials it's just about you know keeping people positive and getting them involved in running because of the benefits that it can have
3: absolutely yeah definitely and it is hard at the beginning and I think it's hard for people to start doing it by yourselves find it hard and then to to stick with it I'm very impressed when people don't have a support system of a a running club or or even friends that run so I think just that bit of help in the beginning will really help people to get into it and then find the love from it from there
1: yeah agreed um
3: so it sounds like
1: your plate's pretty full even just in terms of managing the day-to-days of the socials being involved in the running club building this you got any personal goals either races i know you said that you were, you were branching out from an ultra perspective what's what's the short to medium term goals for you from a from a personal running perspective
3: yes i've got one big goal that's niggling at me my first 100 miler that i did i did in 27 um it it's 27 hours and 20 minutes um and i was pleased just to get just to finish it um and then i booked another 100 mile which was a backyard ultra last no this year this year in may i did that and there are a whole nother concept backyard ultras mm, yeah. um won't get into too much detail but you but you have um an hour every hour on the hour you have to complete 4.2 miles mm. and they're normally through a bit of a trail Um, sort of route which this one was and because it's on the hour every hour you have to do 100 miles in 24 hours or you're kicked out because if you if you don't reach it within an hour that's the sort of concept so I thought right I'm going to book this this year and that will get me to my goal of 100 miles in 24 hours and I messed up nutrition And I only got, I say I only, but I got to 75 miles and my body was just like, nah, I tried to get back within the time and I didn't. Um, So I was done at 75 miles. I had to ring the bell and you have to cross your name off. And it's brutal. It's so Mm. brutal. Yeah, they're they're, Um, they're hardcore. Backyard
1: Ultra as a subsection of ultra running is pretty intense, isn't it?
3: They are. And I, I do love the the brutalness of it, like mm. this last man standing as well. So everybody's yeah. a DNF. And, and yeah. even if you get to 100, 150 miles, you get a little dog tag and it says I tried my best, but I'm still di- didn't cut it or something like that. Mm. And I do quite like I do quite like that. It's t- totally different to road races. Um, yeah. And I do like both of them. But yeah, so I said turn it into a really long answer, but I really Sorry. want to get to that um, 100 miles in 24 hours. So I've booked the Centurion Thames Path for June, I think, mm-hmm. beginning of June. I think it is 3rd of June, I believe. So that's my main that's my main goal at the moment, and can't think past anything past that yet because I'm putting all of my. Well, I haven't started the proper block yet, but all of my training will be geared towards that.
1: Yeah amazing so that, that that's number one goal nothing else apart from get that done and then see where you are in the back of it
3: yeah I think so I, I'm, I still do I got into London I was so pleased amazing. to get a GFA so I'm absolutely buzzing for that and I say I won't race it but I know I will because how can you not um but I, I reached my I've, got, I've done two uh three hour 27 road marathons now um so I, like three everyone says like especially for women I think 330 is like a really really fantastic goal and it, and it was when I started marathons so now I've reached that I mean where do you go from there do I do a look at a three hour marathon you've got to be proper really into it to reach that so I've, I've do, I do still enjoy road marathons but the, um, the main goal is kind of reached for those for now so now I'm on to on to the big long stuff
1: onto the ultra and of course maintaining the presence online and keep us spreading that positive message um where can people find you if they want to give you a follow they don't already they clearly half the world already bloody does but um <laughs> if they don't where can people find you on social media
3: i am nat underscore runs underscore on instagram and on tiktok am i the same i think i'm probably this yeah i am nat underscore runs underscore don't really like underscores but the dots were gone yep couldn't, couldn't use them and on youtube which is very new i've just I, i'm uploading them every monday one was a race day vlog and one was just sort of a chatty one um i am just nat runs on there nat runs all one word um is that all my socials? Yeah, oh, that's... I think it's it. Nat Runs everywhere. Just search for Nat Runs and I'm sure Nat I'll come Run. up on every platform that I can get my hands on.
1: We will, we will find you, I'm sure, and we'll share um, them in our bio. Like I said, not that anyone doesn't follow you already, but we will do it just in case. Um, That's all I've got. Before I let you go, we've 30 minutes flown by. Thank you so much for your time. Anyone you want to shout out, mention anything we've not covered, anyone you want to say hello to anyone you're working with you want to shout out, anything at all before I let you go
3: oh didn't expect this. I've got a shout-out. Alwyn, I mentioned her already, um, Josie as well, both those ladies, like they just make my love for running grow even more because they're always so supportive. So they're they're a big shout out. And the whole of Swell, Swell Combined AC, Andrew is fantastic, like so much of his time is dedicated to developing all the athletes there. So they're they're my, my three big shout-outs.
1: Wonderful. I love it. Uh right, so people need to go and give you a follow if they don't already and uh, and yeah amazing good luck with the ultra hopefully our paths will cross a little bit further away in the country but may- maybe at london in april we'll uh, we'll get a chance for a high five um yeah thanks so much for talking to me i really really appreciate it thanks oh, so and much a- and i need some tiktok tips
3: yeah of course yeah yeah reach out to me we can we can have some sessions <laughs> <laughs> share my knowledge nice one thanks so much Rob.
1: and that my fine four foot friend because you're actually here for this segment and we're I back. That was uh, that was Nat. What do you reckon, man? TikTok sensation.
2: I oh, know, fellow fellow TikTok sensation. I'm I'm a tick, I'm somewhat
1: of a TikTok sensation myself. Oh my god, is this gonna be that fucking buses story again? Yeah. Do you want to tell, tell it? it?
2: No, not really. I- 20, well, I've only got 20,000 Well I did have 20,000
1: Yeah you've, you've not got 20,000 Have you Because you've not Been on buses for like Two years A year and a half
0: mm.
1: And it wasn't just you anyway Was it It was you and the girl mm. Yeah and, and and if you notice vi- And I did go through your TikTok And the videos that she was in Got a lot more views Than the ones that you were in <laughs> Let's just put it that way. Cheers, Cheers pal. Cheers. <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, a great, great chat we we're and, uh, and what she does on Instagram is is and uh, TikTok is is just amazing. But
1: another thing, she she said tractor wrong. It's tractor. Oh God. Yeah, you've not you've not said tractor for a while, have you? No. Go on, go on, John Johnny. No, no, do no. you, need to, do to, do you need to tell your do... joke again, just in case no. any new listeners? No, that's, I don't, that's... don't... Nat is pretty popular and she might bring in some new listeners to the podcast who've not listened before. So they might mm. be going, why is he saying tractor weird? Why don't you tell your tractor joke for any, any new Fartlet family members that might, not, that might not have spent any time in your company in the last year? <laughs> well, they've, they've listened to Nat's story and they've probably turned off by now. So there's any point? <laughs> but I still think you should tell it. I think you've committed to it. Now. <laughs> uh, how do you get the attention of a country girl? I don't know, about How do you get the attention of a country girl? A tractor.
0: It gets better every time. It? it doesn't. It's terrible.
1: <laughs> it's the worst <laughs> joke ever. It's up there would. Hello Me. Um... <laughs> <laughs> um, it was good though, wasn't it? And, and you know what? Not not yeah. just about the social media stuff. I, I like that she's using uh, her presence on social media for power of good, trying to spread positivity, mm-hmm. help the physical and mental health. But also an, an impressive running journey in her own right. You know what I mean? A hundred yeah. mile ultra finisher. Do you imagine yeah. doing
2: that, Matt? Not not a chance. I mean, forty five were, were, were long enough, and uh, yeah, threw an extra that, un, extra fifty five on top of that, not not a yeah.
1: prayer. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm impressed how quickly you managed to work out. What plus forty five equals one hundred?
2: Cheers, cheers, man! Thank you very much. Good work. <laughs> <But> quick
1: maths. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yes, yeah, ve- very good shot, and, um, and yeah, hopefully uh, you all enjoyed it out there in Internetland. Mm, um, yeah. Don't
2: a- don't ever make me do one of them videos ever again. either.
1: Oh yeah, no. For the amount of work you put in I don't think it really Do you know what was like I don't know what I didn't know what I expected to happen But as of time of recording That which took you about Three days to do So in case anyone doesn't know We're talking about The um, uh, guest announcement video Where we copied Nat's we An homage if you will To Nat's Run Until You See Thing that she us on TikTok Where Matt ran until he could see The next guest um, It was a simple concept It took Matt three days And so far on TikTok It's had 44 views <laughs> 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 almost makes it seem like it wasn't worth it in the slightest doesn't it mate
2: yeah cheers yeah I expected more than 44 I'm going to go watch it a couple of times after this
1: yeah there you go mate just flick back and forward on them I do that sometimes to get our views up because no one follow us on TikTok we're hilarious on TikTok aren't we Matt we do, certainly are <sighs> anyway. anyway we'll get some tips from, from from the pro Um, we need to move on We've got a busy one, and it's St. Matt. Do you remember last uh, in the first half of this series parkrun segment? Mm. You took the lead. I did. Uh, well, guess what? What? Rebemma is back. Yeah. <laughs> Reb Rebemma. The, the the third member of the party, they never wanted to be there uh, because I was with them again this week. So you're in, you're at the wheel, you're in control. Let's get get us set up, Matty Taylor. Yeah, I
2: think have you already you've already introduced them, so I don't need to do anything further. Anything further. Ben and Emma, are you there? Oh yeah. here. Hello. Hi. Hello. I, I hear you've been chasing Fibonacci's again. We have, we have, yes.
5: Um, and I completed my Fibonacci this week. Woo! Woo! Thank you, thank you. Um, isn't it? Event number fifty-five. It was, and uh, that was the last on my list. Um, that leaves Emma with just one to go as well, which we're getting in a few weeks, and then there'll be no more talk of some 13th-century Italian mathematician ever again.
1: Yeah, I was going to say I feel like my contribution to Fibonacci has been grossly disrespected there. <laughs> just, yeah, Rob, Rob, you Rob, don't Rob. even like it. You I don't, don't even. I, like it. I, don't, I don't. I don't know what is going on. I just like going for the coffee.
5: Yeah, might need coffee again. <laughs>
1: Mackey's. <D's>. Although, <laughs> when did McDonald's stop selling bagels? Uh, covid times, I think. What? I Is it, I, has it been that long?
5: I think they reduced their menu during Covid um,
1: mm, and, and never, it's just never. never returned. I was really disappointed. I, I, between a group of us discussing that there aren't many vegan options um, at Mackey's, not that I'm hijacking this segment, um, on uh, a, 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 breakfast vegan items at Mackey's, um, I decided that what I could do is I could get a bagel, a plain bagel, fill it with hash browns, put some red sauce on it, and make myself a hash brown bagel. I was really, really excited about this, only to realise no bagels. So I just yeah. had hash browns again.
0: <laughs> no bagels.
1: But, did, did, tell did you what? put hash browns inside
2: hash browns? Yeah. Hash
5: browns, on hash, hash browns.
1: browns on hash browns on hash browns <laughs> what,
5: what you should have done, Rob, yeah. is bought some new waffles. And didn't waffles. No.
1: I, I panicked i panicked i didn't know that i didn't know if they were vegan and i was panicked, and they are i've looked since and they look lovely you and rob corns adam didn't you and i, I yeah they look really oh, nice they no, were i amazing. i went half that's <laughs> uh, and where, where where did you go where, where where
2: was the place that you went so mcdonald's it was, no, there was close it was on to cross mcdonald's Street, that you ran-
5: yeah, cross-lane cross, cross Lane, McDonald's. Cross-lane uh, McDonald's.
2: There were quite a few in the Mercedes. That, isn't, weren't the that isn't what I was
1: That's
5: asking. Good. It's in Salford, near Manchester, for you, mate, if you want to go.
1: I was It was quiet, wasn't it, as well, Ben?
5: It quite big, very
2: spacious. Really lots
1: spacious, of good machines. Company. That
2: is not, God, not what I was asking, is it? I don't know. What were you asking? But, ask, it, <laughs> ask it better. <laughs> Near to where you went to McDonald's, where did you run? Before you went to McDonald's. We we're trying I was trying to segue
1: into the part run chat that we should be doing. It was it was less of a segue, more of like a tr- it was it was less of a segue and more you falling over on a run into a pile of traffic. But listen, where did you go to part run?
5: Let let's stick out of this, Rob. Let let's let Emma take the We shall lead.
6: we shall let's be quiet. A rose amongst two thorns.
5: Let the pro do it.
6: There is absolutely no way you're gonna be quiet. But uh I'm well. sure this is interrupting me with a storm or something. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we went to Peel Park Run in Salford. It's a very student y area. Uh it is very flat. It was a very, very wet day. I mean, we were driving to to Manchester and it was just fog and rain and we're like, yeah, this is gonna be great. So we knew there was a short Stretch on trail and grass. So we got there, met Rob and Rob Corns, Claire Manain, uh, Amy Bird, and looking round thinking, is anybody wearing trail shoes? No, maybe we'll be okay. And yeah, had a plod round with Rob and Rob. Uh, it's two laps, the second lap's slightly different to the first lap, and we all managed to stay on our feet
5: just <laughs> only just literally so,
1: it just, only, so is, and, it
2: think, is it a trail run is it a trail run
1: no it's not just just quickly I'm not I'm not hijacking the segment Emma I'm really sorry I promise but you, the, the line the, the line's not very good tonight it cut out a little bit uh, Rob Corns was there as well I, I, I think it cut out when you were saying Rob Corns so didn't want to not give beardy Rob the love that he deserves so there you go it's done now
5: biblical day wasn't it it was it was chucking yeah. it down, but, uh somebody turned up without a rain jacket didn't they rob but but yeah. uh, somebody, somebody had you back thank so, you daddy that's all right <laughs> uh, i have watched it um it, I, and yeah it was the, the so so like em says you start you go straight out and then you take a 180 back on yourself down by the river well you're on the bottom path you climb up a little slope and then you take a left into, they called it like a tree section. You literally just run through a couple of trees. But just as you get to that trees, it was just boggy mud.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: Um, and and then you've got about 100 metres just on grass, which was soft on the first lap and even softer on the second lap. Um, so there was, a, was absolutely zero grip. But the rest of the course was very flowing, very fast. Uh and yeah, it was quite nice actually. I guess on a on a dry day in the summer that might actually be quite a nice fast course. But mm-hmm. uh, it just wasn't yesterday. But it was fun. We had fun, didn't we? We had a we you, you ran round as a three. I think Claire ran progressive. Uh Amy ran well. Um and yeah, it was it was quite a nice park actually, just just in the university grounds and they did have a cafe, but we didn't go to it, did we?
1: Um, no, because McDonald's was called. Oh, wait, where where, arches did, you, where called. did you go? <laughs> we hadn't mentioned that Have we went to McDonald's, Matt? Yeah. Um,
5: um volunteers, uh, very
1: enthusiastic,
5: bit of Halloween yeah. facts on some of them.
1: Oh, Ben, tell me about Halloween pumpkin.
5: Oh, Halloween, no, no I am like this, Mark. Oh,
6: M, 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 tell about Halloween pumpkin. Uh, Next to the purple sign, they'd uh, carved the park run symbol into a pumpkin and got little candles in there. It was very cute. Mm, uh, and the Tailwalker, this is not, I don't know, we couldn't decide if this was a costume or if he just really liked wearing a funky hat. <laughs> if he just marched to the beat of his own drum. Yeah, the Tailwalker, or was he one of the new kind of park walk people? it was a park walk person. Yeah, he had an it Admiral's was. hat on.
1: Mm, it yeah. was cool. kept yeah. him dry, to be fair. One of those. But no. What, did, 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 did you call? Did you call? Them tri- is it triquart? No, triquart is that Star Trek. <laughs> um, is it a try? It's it's try something hat innit?
6: Yeah. Like like
1: pirates were buccaneers.
6: No idea. Anyway, no idea. he looked he looked
1: cool didn't he? Email the answer in if you know it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Put me out of misery. Um. I I I had a couple of observations. Um. Uh. One first observation. Uh. This some Twilight Zoney happened. Like, really twilights only happened, so we ran ben as Ben and Emma both very competently explained Matt, it was a lapped course, mm. right? so yes. in a lapped course, you would assume that you would run in a loop, right mm. so you run in a circle, yeah, so mm. you'll be running in one direction at one point and in the other direction at another point that 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 sounds logical, doesn't it, mate yeah, well, listen to this both all of me, Rob and Emma when we finished. Realised that on our fronts we were sopping wet with rain and sweat, our backs bone dry. Tell me tell me how that happened, Matt. Um, tell me how that happened.
2: Um, why, you,
1: can't, why? you can't tell me how, how it happened, Matt, because it was a scientific miracle/slash anomaly.
2: Right.
5: Do, do you know what it was? Do you know what I thought you said at the start of that, Rob? What? I thought you said a uh robservation not an Uh, observation
1: oh it is the week that's going to be a segment now the robservation um i did i'll be honest think the story was better in my head before i told Mm. it um but i still think it's still weird isn't it
5: (laughs) i I, was my back wet probably i don't know
6: i didn't look i
1: don't know i don't know we just we did we and we i'm not exaggerating we were all bone dry on our backs
6: yeah, yeah, it, it was weird. It, yeah, yeah, I don't understand it. Mm.
1: Yeah. Uh, my other observation, observation uh, was with the return of Richard Hammond. Yes, go on, tell him, tell him. Um. So unfortunately, not the diminutive ex Top Gear host, uh, Richard Hammond. Um. But equally awesome, Richard Hammond. Uh. When we were at what was what was the place called Woodbend. Woodbank Wood when we were at Woodbank a few weeks ago for our previous Fibonacci, Ben made a friend. I think we made fun of him on the podcast about it. Do you remember when, when Ben just wasn't barcode scanning when he should have been? Because he was like showing this, he was upselling the 5k app to this bloke. So mm. that happened last week and Ben made a friend. Ben's friend came back. He was at nice. his partner run <laughs> and he came over. And it was like it was like it was like a rom com. He was like, Ben, Ben, is that you? <laughs> 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 and he made his way towards us and Ben was like, Richard Hammond! <laughs> it was just dead random. It's not that random, actually. They they took quite close together, the part runs. But it was a funny coincidence. But, of course, then Ben had to ruin the blossoming friendship because he asked Richard Hammond to take a photo of us with a purple sign. And what did Richard Hammond do, Ben? <laughs> a terrible job. A terrible job it? <laughs> he just didn't understand. But, but, but I, I
5: corrected him. We put him in his place and mm. he did it. Much better on the second attempt.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm,
5: I'm not a part run to make friends. Uh, well, I have <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm more after decent photographers than... Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: It was. It was. It was, it was, it
3: was, <laughs> defense, it was. We were sat in McDonald's afterwards,
1: and Ben went <laughs> over with his phone and went, "I'm not being funny, but what was that?" And it was just this like blurry, silty photo us all and it was like, "All right, yeah, fair enough." Richard having shit the bed first time
5: round. <laughs> oh, please not listen. I love you, Richard. Um, oh
1: no, but he was a gent, wasn't he? And his and his and his was it his was his wife with him, his missus? Yeah. Um
5: Five K up now, by the way. Yeah. He said they're constantly checking it now for yeah. uh, to go and runs to
1: do. And that's why he was there getting a 55. So They've been converted, yeah. haven't they? They've been converted. So Richard Hammond, and we did mention the podcast this week, didn't we? So Richard, if you are listening, sir, you are a scholar and a gentleman. And we're sorry that we made you take loads of photos of us in the rain, but it was lovely to see you
5: again. <laughs> oh, um, <yeah. laughs> do you want to hear
1: about last week last week quick break i'll give Ooh, you a quick yeah. give, it, give it give us a little a little whistle stop so just in the interest of time
5: okay so last week um i was solo because emma was working so i got the opportunity to do a local one that emma's done that i haven't so i ventured to oakwell hall um mm. which is uh, where is it it's, it's kind of leeds way not think, in bar not oh, in barley because
1: I thought it was Barnsley because the, the football ground's called Oakwell, isn't it? But it's I, not. I, sorry, Ben. Even hijacked your story, so it was interesting.
5: Um, um, quick summary. So they make you park in a car park over completely the other side of the park to where the start is. It's 90% trail or grass. There's a little bit of tarmac. Um, it's very undulating. Uh, it was wet. It had rained the night before, so it's very slippery in places um there's a very f- there's a very fast bit which is on tarmac there's a downhill zigzag but it's not like milton keen zigzag if you've ever done that one or frickly zigzag i mean the- this is thin path sharp turn back on yourself so you're bombing down to the first corner and then you're like oh shit, i've got to stop you um, <laughs> and then you are back yourself and you have to do that about three
1: or four times
5: uh, but lovely. I mean the weather was great. I bumped into season oh come on, Rob, what season was he on? Dominic Camponi, He was there?
1: Dominic Camponi, hmm. season five, maybe. Legend so, anyway. Oh, We've right. Seen him a couple of we saw him at Yorkshire, didn't we, Matt, as well? Absolutely. Yeah, lucky. we did yeah. I I, I I think he looks like Matt if Matt was committed to running. Correct, correct, yeah. Um, they're, both, they're, they're,
5: but... both, they're,
1: both, they're both diminutive chaps, aren't they? <laughs> um <laughs> of a similar build and stature. But Dominic just actually runs places I, whereas Matt
2: doesn't. I, 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 ran, I ran past him at Yorkshire and I, I, I noticed, so I give him a big shout, well, go, on, go, on, and looked at me as if to say, uh, Who the fuck are you?
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say it was like that Spider Man meme. <laughs> <laughs> hey, put to um,
5: but Oakmo yeah. o- o- Hall was lovely, really, really nice one. Again, really friendly volunteers, nice flowing undulating routes. um and when i got back to the car park the cafe was open there and i got myself a a sausage sarnie and a cup of coffee and it was very nice so uh it's no it's
1: it's no it's no hash brown butty but no 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 or waffle waffle butty waffle Um, waffle butty with hash brown bread
5: but there you go that was last week and uh yeah 93 venues now so the countdown oh
1: you're getting close
5: i am i am don't know where we're going next week yet, because uh, I'm pestering Emma to decide. I've given her the choice because we did peel to complete my park, uh, my mm-hmm. Fibonacci. I is,
1: is, is, is Emma not being decisive enough?
6: No, no, it's absolutely not to wind Ben up. That well, up. <laughs> I, I, well, me and me and Rob might be heading
2: down towards Alton Towers away next because I'm dropping my daughter off at Alton Towers next on Saturday. Uh, we're thinking no. about going apart down Stoke somewhere, maybe there. Uh, before dropping her back off, so if you're interested in doing something down that way, there's, a oh, the, there's one. Uh, there's one in Stoke called
5: the Whammy. Oh, and yeah, I I need another T for my name, Lee. Right, you've got to pester M this week so let us go.
1: M,
2: can the we whammy. go there? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he said it, it looks like an out and back. The Whammy. I'll think about it.
5: Come on, boys. Mm. You're, gonna to, you're gonna have to pester harder than that. Oh, was that
2: was that not good enough? Emma,
1: want to go. Emma, the Emma. Emma.
2: Emma, Ben's going to treat you to a whammy. What? <laughs> Why have you oh, got to make
3: it rude, Matt?
5: Oh, dear. Oh, wait, I can really put the pressure on because it's my birthday this week. So, technically, it's my birthday weekend next weekend. So, as a, a birthday... double whammy, then. As we get
1: <laughs> <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> we'll, we'll finish discussing this off. Offline, yeah, people don't need to hear us arguing over where we're going to part run um, <laughs> next weekend uh, so yeah, that's it, that's good well done, Fibonacci, another round of applause for Ben completing Fibonacci hey. Did you get any uh, 5k challenges or awards, Rob, M. No, only only Fibonacci and oh, I've got Stopwatch Bingo and then a couple of ones I don't really understand oh, the Frayne and Coil the ones that are like just doing lots of different venues they were the only ones I got oh, yeah.
5: Toil? You mean cow?
1: Yeah, I don't know what I mean to be honest. I'm, I, I I'm a begrudging participant in this whole escapade. <laughs> I just, I just, I just want friends. I just, I just, I just go and, talk okay. and run with people. You've got
5: some. We'll have you. Thanks, mate. Anytime.
1: Em,
6: uh, did you get any? <laughs> no, just my Fibonacci, and that's it, I think. Yeah.
5: Standards. I mean Standard. you always get a, you always get a date bingo, don't you? Because um not always, apparently not always. I thought we did. Uh, but yeah, no, not many, not many. It's it's gonna be hard to tick off the fun challenges now. It's it's getting down to the point where I've gotta start running them slow to get my positions and
0: yeah. I've only got
5: two stopwatch to go and and then it'll be focusing on stuff like Nelson's and Primes and Wilson's and I just don't want to explain them to you boys.
1: Well <laughs> Um, on that note, let's move on. Um, Matt, very, very expertly handled, mate. That was much better than last time. Well done. Thank Out you. Out the back for you. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. You, you, you're waiting for an insult, aren't you? You don't know how. Yeah, to Yeah, yeah, with... yeah. It normally comes with one. You don't know how to deal with praise, do you? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just gonna...
2: laughing nervously
1: you sit there and feel uncomfortable I tell you what let's break that uncomfortable nervousness with uh, a little bit of a roll call song
2: alright just yeah straight into it it? alright partner you know what time it is keep roll calling baby keep roll calling
1: calling 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 what uh, good one Matt you're absolutely flying today and because you're absolutely flying we've only got a mini roll call because we did put the roll call out a little bit too late this week I think unfortunately Um, but do you want to start Matt seeing as how you have doing such a sterling job this week
2: uh, yeah I'll start so we've got mr underscore steve underscore runs uh, can I wish Richard Marshall uh, all the best for the nyc marathon he's bricking it but will 100 percent smash it uh richie marshall yeah a name we've not heard for a long while but uh a great runner and a great uh part of the show um good luck richie i'm sure you'll uh, enjoy it and smash it
1: yeah i love, love love richie he's, he's he's not on on the socials as much anymore but if, if he still no. listens hope you're well brother uh big 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 fan of your work um, and, and Steve Matt. as well. Uh, we said we weren't going to go into the ins and outs of it, but Steve uh, reached out via the by um, the email uh, recently, and uh, we had a good chat with him. And uh, just wanted to say a big hello to you, mate, and hope you're well and uh, up, up in the Highlands. And um, and yeah, thanks for reaching out. It absolutely made all of our week. So um, hope you're enjoying the episode as well, pal. Um, ben, join we,
5: uh, next. Well, can can Matt just clarify that he knows what NYC marathon is first?
2: Because
5: oh, yes. he avoided that.
2: I'm trying to think of something else that's like boom orange carrot, but I can't think off the Uh, um, (laughs) back. Not your carrot. Not your your... your carrot. Not your your carrot.
1: (laughs) Boom orange carrot. (laughs) Not your
2: carrot. That's what people need to shout back now
1: not your <laughs> no, carrot it's, it's like it's like he's behind you <laughs> uh move on quickly bad
5: <laughs> uh, uh i'm i'm gonna do one that hasn't been sent in i'm gonna shout out the people that raced today at lincoln where i was um there are a few people that have done it already but i'm just gonna i'm just gonna give my own personal shout out moti jordan Moti, he's not had a shout out for a while
1: All oh, he needs is weekly yeah. shout out doesn't he
5: he does, yeah. He paced it with me and he did a good job encouraging those round. And, uh, yeah, I'm jumping the gun with uh, shouting out Paul, Gr- Paul Griffiths and Laura Blackwell, but they both had a great race today as well. So,
6: that's uh,
1: good. shout out uh, that one. Very good. Uh, well, and then, Emma, you go next.
6: Um, well, Ben's saying that nobody's shouted anybody out at Lincoln. That's what most of the shout outs are. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> Derek goes running wants to shout out Paul Griffiths for blasting out a new 10K time. At Lincoln 10K today. And
1: Laura Laura Blackwell does as well. Let's get that that double header in uh, for his 10K PB. And for Ben and Jordan for their pacing skills. A lot of Lincoln love. And a cheeky boom orange carrot as well. Not your carrot. That's what I was teed you up. You knocked it out of the park, you little (laughs) boo. um right then matt back round to you uh
2: yes we'll go back to the top we've got julie julie julie
1: Julie.
2: Oh. Uh, she's shouting out her sister joe hammond for the huge improvement in her running lately like, yeah she's smashing out she's done her ultra and uh other things along the way um she's doing great stuff
1: yeah nice one good work joe and uh cheers julie um uh ben any more uh, yes, Mr. Doug
5: Witness, he's got a couple of shout-outs this week. He wants to uh, he wants to shout out Laura Blackwell again uh, for shutting her daughter up with a sub-60 at Lincoln. <coughs> uh, apparently, her daughter said that she wouldn't run a sub-60, so when she did, she sent her time through to her husband and told him to show it to her daughter and say, no, nah, no. Nah. Um, so,
1: no, 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 no.
5: Exactly. Um, And then also Doug is shouting at himself for making some stickers. He has made some
1: stickers. That, That in itself sounds a little bit like it shouldn't deserve any credit and Doug's just being weird. Well, I made some stickers, but it's not just some stickers. <laughs> um, Doug has, Doug, Darren, stop calling him Doug, his name's Darren. D- Darren has very kindly, Doug, Doug, it's Doug, um, made some uh, name uh, name badges for uh, Alton Towers, which is only two weeks away. So he's done a great job doing that. So we're very, yes. very grateful. Um, I think he's taking the
5: mickey out of Matt there. For Matt's attempt at Rasselbach at the start of the year.
2: Yeah,
1: you're still incredible. They, they went,
2: them. went down well them, them stickers. I had to force people to have them for the start, but then yeah, then nobody wanted them. Did they? Snapped them up. Yeah, but now you hand wrote. Yeah, he's 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 got a printer involved.
5: Mm. Made you look silly, Matt. Well, I
1: ordered Absolutely. stickers online and got a marker pen you look you look silly in a lot of ways so um uh we have had another one coming actually because that is i told you it was a mini one we did have another one come in so lane running short stuff uh thomas ts runs officially became a part run tourist yesterday so well done to you yes well done to you mate Awesome. that's one that uh, one that ben and emma will appreciate
5: definitely yeah absolutely
1: and uh, and i think apart from just saying you know we had the week off last week there was been a good few races we had chester zoo we had uh, this weekend uh, obviously lincoln and then last week beachy head um there were a few races that came and went um uh around us so just if you ran if you didn't run if you are having a rest if you are out doing training if you're smashing park run just well done to all of you we're dead proud of you keep going yeah love it Boom! Orange carrot. Um, so that's it. Do we do? do we have some thank yous? Who
5: well, wants well, to start? You, Matt. You weren't here last week for them, were you?
2: I wasn't. No. So I'll t- I was supposed to start off by thanking our guess, this week, Nat. Uh, Nat runs a uh, great chat with Rob, it wasn't an interview. It was a, it was a chat. I know you two guys ummed uh, <laughs> and about. The, uh... We both dropped the interview clap. Yeah. I don't
1: know why that was.
2: Mm, God mm. knows, but yeah, it was great, we great. don't
1: we don't interview.
2: No, it right. was a great, like said, great chat. No interview, great chat. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you to the newsletter guys, uh, Graham Lin... Uh, not Graham Lin, he does i have nothing to do with the newsletter. Graham he <laughs> sings the newsletter. He sings the song.
1: Sing, sings the theme tune.
2: Writes the theme tune, sings the theme tune. Uh, the newsletter guys, well, Claire it, Forsyth. It, it, he, did, he didn't write the theme tune, but continue. Oh, yeah, did he? Yeah, your, your, your wife. Uh, well, yeah, I'm getting it all wrong this week. Uh, Claire Forsyth, uh, Jamie Denham, Nick Finney and Paul... Um, all, all sorting out the newsletter. Um, putting some stuff good in Good stuff. Stuff good in that. Good stuff in that. Jesus Christ. Ben, ben will take, take over.
1: Please. The pressure was too much for him. It's I gave him. I gave him praise in the last segment, and now he's crumbled. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. <laughs>
5: um, I'll, I'll I'll shout out both JPs. Um, I don't mm-hmm. know if he's in this week, but he might Probably be. Probably not. Probably uh, not.
2: But we still love him.
5: <laughs> might still be drunk.
1: Um, he got really drunk this weekend, didn't he? I woke up this morning to a group chat message of Jack Nipple. Yes. <laughs> yes what was that he, about? That's for
5: being drunk. Um, senior JP as well for organising all the guests behind the scenes. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh,
5: Statman John, mm.
1: uh, who's now Matt's friend, maybe. I don't know. Um We've not recorded the first segment yet, so we don't know what happened in that segment yet. So that's why Matt's not either happy or angry. But everyone Um, else will know.
5: Shout out to Joe, Sammy. Uh, Shout out to you, Rob. Shout out to Em. Shout out to you, Ben. Thanks,
2: mate. And that's about it. Yeah,
1: that's everyone. Can you think of anyone else, Matt? Nope, that's the lot. I don't need no praise. You do not need no praise, not not after that shambles of a performance. Emma, where can people find us if they want to give us a follow, if they want to find out more about us, if they want to get involved?
6: Uh, We are on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok. Please give the TikTok some love. These guys. Please, God, (laughs) give the TikTok some love. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Music. If you're <laughs> uh, we've got a website, uh, www.whatthefatalike.com. And people have been using the email, which is lovely. So mm-hmm. um, you can email us on whatthefatalikepodcast at gmail.com. Is, it, is that right?
1: That's absolutely spot on me. Yeah, nailed it. And you're right. We've had uh, we've had two emails into the email in the last week or two. So thank you to those you who listened. And it was none of you regulars. When I was on, on on episode eight, where I was like, it would be lovely if some of you emailed me. Not a single one of you emailed me. Hang your heads in shame. But some new pals emailed me. So mm, I made <laughs> new friends on email. Um, uh, no, but, but but both emails were very nice to receive. And, um, and and people who were trying to get involved, who we are now trying to get involved in the Farley family a little bit more. So um, thank you for reaching out and hopefully um, you're enjoying being a part of the gang. Uh-huh. And uh, that's it, isn't it, guys? Have we have, have we rattled through that? Have we nailed it? Uh, where can we find you, Rob? Oh, good question, Emma. I'm at Little Runner Boy Rob on Instagram. How about you, Emma?
6: I'm Emma JJ85. Ben.
5: Uh, I'm at Sheffield Underscore Strider and Matty. And I'm
6: at Matty Owls. There you
5: go.
1: Look, that was seamless. Yeah. Everyone, everyone remembered the handles there as well, which is pretty good. Um, oh, I've not told you who's on next week. Who's on next week, Rob? Uh, we got, we're got we going transatlantic. Wow. Oh. We are going across the sea. We are spreading our wings and flying. Um, well, we didn't, which was Skype. Um, but we are chatting to an absolute monster of a man, if I'm being completely honest. We're chatting to Mr. Ron Dawson. Um, mm. I don't know if uh, you guys listening know about Ron Dawson, but Ron Dawson is... Uh, he's in his 50s, I think now. Uh, took up running in later life. He is a monster of an athlete. He is a uh, He's qualified six times for Boston. He's not just a runner. Um, he is a triathlete as well. He's been doing Ironmans. He placed first in his age category at Waco, 70.3 at half Ironman um, this year. Uh, he's an absolute machine and a uh, really nice bloke. Really, really nice bloke, really good energy. And uh, to quote Mr. John Flynn and and uh, uh, is kind of also using social media to try and put across this um uh, this message of, you know, you've just got to keep going. You just just activity, um, running, exercise is so important, and particularly as you advance into later life and just don't quit. Just keep going. And it's a really cool message. He was a great guy. It flew by really, really nice from the Lone Star State. He's a Texan. So uh, yeah, really good one. I think he's going to really really enjoy it. So that's next week. Nice. Um, and the only other thing to mention is that we are now two weeks officially away. Well, by the time this goes out, it'll be just over a week away from mm. um uh, from Altan Towers weekend. We're very excited about that. Like I said, Doug's got the stickers printed off. We're all ready and ready to go. Matt's even booked a hotel room, which is exciting. I have.
2: Not not only has we got the stickers, we've got the uh, the, the photo frame that we uh, we purchased, and now. Uh, hopefully, should we arrive. We will have a
1: banner ready for the cheer squad duties as well. Mm, we're not sure what we're going to attach the banner to, though, are we? We've bought a banner. Really, really thinking
2: about we could just you. hold it, or... make, yeah. we'll
1: make, you can have a, you can make it into a cape.
2: Yeah, true. Yeah, be a long. I mean, it would dragging on the floor, right? But yeah, because well, you're only little. So it's, yeah. it's only like two by one
1: meter. We'll meters, find so. a section to have it up, and I'm sure the Bartlett family will appreciate it. Yes, they will. So, yeah, we, we're going professional, aren't we? We're even going to have mm. a flag till we realise how much they cost. Then we quickly went for the banner, um, which was cheaper. Uh, <laughs> but we are very excited about – we don't make any money out of this podcast. Me and Matt pay for this shit. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> we know how uh, that is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're, you're lucky didn't just draw it on a piece of paper. Um, <laughs> Uh, so we're very excited to go if uh, a few people have reached out privately and uh, maybe people who aren't super involved in the family saying they're coming it'd be nice to meet up so that's been really nice to move forward to meeting all of you if you are thinking of coming to walton towers if you're already booked into coming to walton towers and you aren't already kind of connected or or, or have plans to, to meet up and do stuff with us we will be going around as a big group doing the rides cheering people home having a few drinks on the saturday night you're welcome to join us but equally you know if you're going with family if you go with friends if you've got your own thing going on Please still reach out and let us know you're gonna be there so that we can at least come and say hi, have a little chat with you, get some pictures, um, see how your race went. Uh, you know, you don't have to be all in. It doesn't have to be you know, we're trying to build this community of people, you know, coming together and doing these events, but that's not for everybody. It doesn't mean we don't wanna just see and say hi and, and have a quick high five and a fist pump. So um, yeah, let us know. Let us know if you're coming. That'd be awesome. And guys, I'm waffling. Are we done? Is that everything, do you reckon, for this week? I reckon so. Yep. But, yep. Yeah. Emma, any anything, any words of wisdom to leave us with?
6: No, no I don't think so.
1: Sad. Well, I've got nothing left to say apart from may your runs continue, to be wonderful. Continue to be excellent to each other, be kind, or get in the sea. And guess what? That's not your carrots.